0: Your special's so good. Some of the specials should not be specials
1: out there. No, man. It should just be, you know what? They should, they should have a category called, I'm just dropping some shit off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a special. It's just like, we just dropping some shit off real quick. These are some thoughts I had. Yeah. They're not fully fleshed. Let's come up with a name for that. Yeah, it's it's Mid. It's called Mid. Mid. Yep. <laughs> it's called you heard mid. it here I'm Working It Out. It's Mid. <laughs> Drop the Mid Special. Mid, mid Special. Oh, That's a Mid, mid Special. Uh, yeah. yeah, it
0: was a Mid Special. It was pretty good for a Mid Special.
1: Yeah, and then if it's great, it's like, damn, it should have been oh, a real special. Oh, yeah, that was like a real special. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Mid Special should have been a real special. That is the voice of
0: Chris Red. Uh Chris is a... Uh, Phenomenally funny comedian um, He's You might know him from Saturday Night Live As a cast member for many years Which he won an Emmy for um, He was in Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping A movie that I did a cameo in That's where he and I met originally We had a great conversation today um, By the way It is week 11 of my Broadway show The Old Man and the Pool I've had such a blast doing it There are two more weeks there's very few tickets left. You can get them on MikeOnBroadway.com or um, on TodayTix, which is uh, the, probably the least expensive way to get tickets. So there's great deals over there. I, I think you're going to love this episode with Chris Red. He is—he's an interesting guy. He's—he's—he has this new special on HBO Max called "Why Am I Like This?" I love the special. I mean, we talk about the we talk about the special a lot. but I have to say, like it's it made me laugh out loud alone like countless times. He's uh, he blends improv and you know characters and stand up in a way that I think is completely unique and original. Um, we have a great chat today. I think you're gonna love this one. Enjoy my conversation with the great Chris Red. When you're special you make a reference to when you're broke and you're looking at like how much rapper how much money rappers have and yeah. like spend and you reference jay-z yeah and i yeah. thought of myself because i used to sleep on my friend's couches when yeah. i would tour I two, yeah yeah and so like I, used to, I remember staying with my friends ryan and mary when i would play dc like all the time yeah and i and i said when i would always go when my ship comes in I'm going to get you guys a Jay-Z fridge. What I meant by Jay-Z fridge.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what's the Jay-Z fridge. What I I meant by
0: Jay-Z fridge is that like one time I saw like documentary or cribs or something on Jay-Z and yeah. his house just had, like it had like a full fridge. And I was like, that's the Jay-Z fridge. Like who's
1: whose fridge is full with like fresh things? You Jay-Z's. I mean? Jay-Z's. Jay-Z's fridge. And every southern f- house I've, I've ever been to. Oh, is that right? Yeah, mad leftovers. Just that's interesting. Yeah. I always yeah, I always have a dream of like rich people have the Jay-Z fridge. You just yeah. have the full ass fridge. Just, just, just Full unopened and, things. And fresh. And everything's fresh. Now that, that's a Jay-Z fridge. That's the Jay-Z fridge. You have a person doing that. Yeah, man. See, my shit is a uh, like my shit is hide and seek with something that got old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like every time I open up, I'm like, all right.
0: <laughs> what shouldn't be here? <laughs> that's what mine is.
1: Yeah, I'm just it's looking insane. around
0: like alright, alright. I can I literally I was rushing here because I had this a bizarre thing. I had um HR the harassment yeah speech meeting thing so and it was annoying. on Zoom and it was like it was it's weird it's probably hard I think for people like you and me where our coping mechanism is humor right. and so they're saying serious shit to us and then all you're thinking as a comedian I think we're we train our brains to always think of the joke always yeah. so Everything they say, I'm thinking of as a setup, and my brain just goes to punchline, 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 but I can't say it because it's obviously inappropriate. And so I was just silent the whole time, just going, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you
1: so much. I've learned a lot. I'm just waiting for somebody to be in those harassment trainings, and they they set up a scenario. They give an answer, and somebody's like, oh. Yes. Although, like, (laughs) genuinely, like, damn, you— I think, right. I think
0: every now and then, when in this one, I go, "Yeah, George isn't so good at that." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I did have a couple of those where I was like, "Cause part of it's old school. Like, part of it is like, you have some coworkers who get up there in age, and like some yeah. of the stuff they say in the harassment training, you're like, "All right, well, we'll see. We'll oh. see if that ever gets called." Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, I that's see.
1: A, that's out there. That's honestly is my guilty pleasure. I like seeing the older folks. Get really like, <laughs> get just really up in arms when they can't hug no more. Like, I know. I, like this dude. I'm not gonna put put you out there like that. Yeah, but we were in yeah. this harassment training with somebody I work with, and he's like, well, "Let me ask. Let me ask a question. If 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 I hug someone and we've hugged before, right? That's wrong, right? Like, well, you know, it depends on the relationship. I, but, but I'm saying." so I can't hug anymore? Right. Like, hey, man. Well, there's some anger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mad about this hug? There's some anger. <laughs> there's some anger at the HR institution for sure. <laughs> and I would say generally, and again, I, I want to be careful. I don't yeah. want to use ageism. No. Because ageism is in the HR handbook. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You can't use ageism. People can be any age they want to be until they die. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to be ageist
0: when I say this, but yeah. one of the trends I've noticed is that in the HR situation, yeah, yeah. the older folks generally don't do as well
1: and are more <laughs> angry. They're just, just mad, the world's changing. I, I, you know what? I, I get it. I understand. Like, I remember I was in, I, when I started therapy, I went and I told my folks about it. And I have a little bit in the special, but I, left. I
0: love that stuff about therapy in your special.
1: And, um, and I talked to my folks, and they were really, you know, really open, surprisingly. And then it, we got mad close off of that. And, yeah. And as I was talking to my, and me and my dad talked more than we ever talked growing up. And I noticed he had social anxiety, and I'm like, Dad, you got social anxiety, bro. Like, yeah. you should go get that treated. And he's yeah. like, Boy, I'm seventy. It's over. Oh it's shit. Not life. Life ain't over. Just like growth. Right. <laughs> growth. growth. Like personal growth. I'm done, boy. I am who I am. But, hey, that's cool for you. That's, and,
0: that's tricky. I, my parents are 82, and I have to sometimes come to grips with the fact that my, da- my dad and I disagree about certain political things. But yeah. I'm not going to change him. Yeah. All I can do is express love in a way that supports that he, he, ha, who he is and that I love him. And I think if
1: we had a little bit more of that in the world, we'd be all right. Huh? <laughs> we have a little bit more love, like we love our parents. We have a little bit more mid-specials. Mid, a little bit more <laughs> mid-specials. <laughs>
0: Mid-specials are wild. So when you were, we're talking about open micers. Yeah. Because, yeah, sometimes you see the open micers and they try to put out the mid-specials on YouTube and stuff. And you're like, no, hold on to that mid-special. Yeah, hold on to that. On.
1: Or, the, or the crowd work stuff, which there's some great crowd work stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of crowd work stuff that's not really crowd work. It's just question and answer. Yeah. And it's like, bro, maybe, maybe write a joke or... Well, you bob and weave in
0: your special into yeah. crowd work in a way that's completely seamless. I was wondering whether it's a function of like your personality, because yes. I feel like you go this topic, this topic, crowd work. You're back into so the I came
1: out. I came out and said for the first time ever um, to a crowd of people um, uh, that I have ADHD, yeah, uh, depression and anxiety, and the special, this special, this particular body of work is supposed to be in the style of my brain. Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm you know the whole thing is very selfish and narcissistic kind of cuz I'm just talking about my inner shit. Yeah. But it's supposed to feel like how I think. Yeah. And and when I was doing the tour, I I love improv. Not enough to just be an improv troop yeah. forever and be broke forever yeah. <laughs> and have no job forever. <laughs> and wear nothing but hoodies <laughs> even though I love hoodies. <laughs> Oh wait! I don't have a hoodie today. No, where's your Second City hoodie? <laughs> oh, it's at the crib. They're real soft. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I, I I wanted to keep the improv alive because I love like real crowd, real yeah. off the cuff joke writing. is is really dope to me, and I feel like uh, crowd work got a lot of like flack. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of guys doing it now, like Schultz, and like there's a couple folks that are doing it off the cuff that are writing real jokes. Like, yeah. But then there's like I ha- I just hated seeing like the really set up like clearly you set this person up to like say a certain thing so you could get to a certain thing yeah or or it's just like plants or just weird shit I, I just wanted to, I hope it came off elevated that's what I was trying to well, oh do. it does you know and I mean? also you do the cool split screen yeah which I like I don't think I've seen that I was I was looking I was looking at a thousand specials you know uh, yeah again I guess because I had watched most of them but like I was trying to look and see if anybody had done it. But I was like, man it felt I just wanted the feeling to I wanted the feeling of like you being there, yeah, and even when I'm roasting on the road and like like people laugh and they don't see this person, most of people don't see the person I'm talking right. about. I'm like, but if I feel like it just adds a little piece if you can actually see who I'm talking about, so you know i'm being so I'm not being accurate about the things I'm saying about them and not just like I like that you repeat what they say too, because yeah. sometimes comedians forget to be like. Just so
0: you know, this person said this. Because yes, yeah, they're yeah. not mic'd.
1: Right. Yeah, they're not mic'd, and it's not set up in a way where we are like, can you, can you say that again, sir? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it again, <laughs> sir? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's also, it also gives me a little second to, to think, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, sometimes it's like right away, and sometimes, you know what I'm saying, I, I repeat it real quick to just be like, okay, all right, I'm going just check, figure out the angle and then just dive in.
0: So you and I, you and I met. I want to say like at the premiere of Popstar. We're both in Popstar. You're like yeah. a major part. I'm like a cameo. I'm in that killed that shit. Thanks, man.
1: I'm in the TMZ. Yeah, like, that TMZ parody. shit was so funny though, man. But
0: but I got introduced to you. I think in the, the best way to be introduced to somebody is when somebody else says. That guy's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 100 be- Way better than being like, hi, I'm Mike. I'm a comedian. Yeah, That's he does the worst. comedy. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but Yorma Tacone, who's part of The Lonely Island, who made the movie Popstar, said, because I had read the script for Popstar, and I thought it was a riot, and he goes... He was the guy that we have playing the like featured rapper who comes on the road. He's like it's Chris Reddy. He's like one of the funniest dudes I've ever seen. Oh man, that's and he like, He's I amazing, love Norma, man! Isn't he's he great? Cool. Yeah, he's the he's the best dude. So your character, your character in Pop star is Hunter, the Hunter, Hunter the Hungry, Hunter the Hungry, yeah. <laughs> and is he ba- is he loosely based on Tyler the Creator? Yeah, I
1: love Tyler, man. He's uh, one of the funniest, one of the most creative rappers. Just yeah. Like, Ever, bro, and uh and, and I heard he, he was a fan of Downs, which, which was like, oh wow, a real like, oh, that's cool pleasure. Yeah, yeah man, because I because I, 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 I wanted to do him justice, you know what I mean? In that yeah. in that way, because uh, I feel like making fun of motherfuckers is like showing love, man. Like most of the time, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You could tell when it's not. Oh, but, I agree. You know, but I think that like, well, you just want to be mentioned. It, that's the other thing. You know, what I'm saying whenever
0: you, they roast people and they go like. It's like it's like the most insulting is not being mentioned at the roast.
1: hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I, I even one step above not being mentioned is like I don't know why you here in the roast. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you did that movie. Yeah. I mean, did you go from like not being in anything to being like this big part in a movie? Like was that a yeah. huge huge? Oh, thing?
1: It was like my first like huge big movie ever. You know what I mean? And uh I had got a couple like guest starring roles in Chicago, like Empire yeah. and some other stuff. Uh but that was like a that was the first big, big thing. So I'm I'm showing up the the most unknown person in the cast. Yeah. Every day, the like super famous people just yeah, Everywhere. Sarah Silverman was in it. Yeah, like, dog. It's oh, Sarah's Will Arnett was in
0: my scenes. Yeah, I think yeah, it's Chelsea Will, Peretti. Will
1: like yeah, man, it was just like a this is like a slew of some of the best. I came, I came to set on days I wasn't even shooting, bro. Yeah, and I was like, is this cool? Is this good?
0: <laughs> That's cool. And
1: then yeah, you almost like, oh, I did the same thing. You know uh, what I mean? I was like, and I had to check make make sure, but I wanted to jump in as many times as I could because I was like, I'm gonna learn everything I can about this whole business. What shit. would you give for advice for someone
0: who's like? Nervous about being on the set for the first time or doing a job that they think is, like, over their head or whatever.
1: I say bring—you got the job for a reason, so bring your best—everything that you've ever done to prepare for that moment. Bring it every single day of your life. Work like you're trying to outwork all these motherfuckers you're intimidated by. Yeah. You'll be so focused on that that you're not going to, like, pay attention to the bullshit. And also just, like, be aware as hell. Just be yeah. very aware, like you know, of people's energies, of, yeah, like, all of that shit. Uh, you saying you your special you want to be
0: a basketball player and a yeah. rapper when you're a kid. I had those two aspirations as well. Yeah, so yeah. I talked in my first special. I talked about it. I want yeah. to be a rapper and the basketball player and the owner of a pizza restaurant where third graders could hang out. That was my other goal. <laughs> <girl. laughs> <laughs> very niche yeah, market. Very niche. Yeah. When yeah. I was in third grade, it made so much sense. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, oh, I'm to fucking kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, flash forward 20 years later, you're such like a saddest man.
0: I know. Well, no, that's what I realized. I, know when I was like, I grew up, became a grown up. I was like, that's a pretty creepy goal. <laughs> Hitt, hitting the, up the third grade market? Yeah, <clears throat> only third graders, baby. Are you going to be like Hannibal, where you're going to become a hip hop star later in your career? Like Hannibal Burris is legit. I mean, and of course, uh, you know, Childish Cambino is the biggest example. Yeah, I mean, Donald had like a major comedy career, yeah, and then became a major hip hop star.
1: Yo, there's, there's, this dude's doing it. I, look, there's a, there's a wide lane for uh, my style of comedy music. Yeah, uh, I am still doing it. You know, I left, yeah. the, I left SNL, and I, and I, and I honed it there. Um, but I, there's, there's a lot of shit you can't say on that show. A lot of shit you right. can't do. Right, and so now I get to do it. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm gonna be a big star, or nothing like that. But I think I'm gonna put out some some some, some wow. cool stuff, some interesting stuff. There's also dudes like Zach Fox, uh, who who's like very good at the shit too. So, interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's very funny and a very good rapper. Yeah, yeah. He's ha- <laughs> shout out to Zach. Text me back, motherfucker. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> that's like our running joke. <laughs> But yeah, there's like mad there's like a lot of like comedy guys and, 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 and ladies who are like getting into the space yeah. of music and making some good cool shit and different stuff. So it's it's nice. What do you think is the similarity and difference between hip hop and, and stand up comedy? Laughs. Laughs. I think there's a lot of similarities though, man. Like a lot of rappers think they're comics. And some of them sure. a lot of them are very funny. Yeah. And then, the, you know, and the rhythm of how you tell jokes, your laugh rates versus your punchlines are pretty similar. Like, that was – yeah. I feel like that's where I got my liking for how – for my joke rate was from how, how I wrote punchlines. So, like, I would I would write punchlines like every bar. Or sometimes I would try to split. I would try to split and, and write two punchlines in one bar. So, yeah. so, when I got over to, to joke writing, it was kind of like, oh, I just like to – you know what I mean so when i was editing i was editing out a bunch of dumbass jokes that i like to say uh sam j when i had sam Jay look at the special before I, before it came out and i was like any notes and she was like hey you know the little dumbass jokes you like take them little dumbass jokes out <laughs> i love sam
0: so much because she is the most honest person just, that's i've my ever sister, bro. i
1: think i've ever encountered yeah dog it's 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 beautiful it's like no matter no matter where i am in life no matter what it is, she's gonna be Sam J and she gonna be the realest motherfucker on earth with me. And uh <laughs> so the,
0: but the thing that Sam is commenting on, like take out these little jokes that you like. Which it's the is mid-special jokes. The mid-special jokes. I you know, I'm yeah. a road
1: guy. I like the road a lot. Yeah. and I grew up on the road because I, you know, couldn't get I couldn't get booked and yeah. shit. So I just was like on the road a bunch. So I like, Why it, couldn't you get booked? It's just like coming up. Um, in Chicago, yeah, like, well, I, I couldn't get booked in like major clubs or on like certain shows or like or Netflix stuff because like I was improvising and doing and doing written jokes and they always thought I was just lacking material. They always saw the improv as like, oh, he doesn't have an hour. When it's really just me mining jokes, I'm doing the same process as everybody else. Wow! It's just like sometimes depending on the show that you saw, you know there be might be more X, Y, and Z, and it's yeah. not. And when it's not all together, you know it's 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 a it's a it's a rough work in progress like everybody else's shit. Yeah. But even when it was tight, like I would have a tight twenty, and I would just do a couple things in the crowd. They just thought I was filling time. And so that's really what made me be like, in my special, I'm gonna fucking show these people what they've been saying right. no to all these years. So it was, so all my uh, drive comes from revenge. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. The, which is why you wrote the joke, You're Jesus from New Jersey. <laughs> Cause I hate, no, I, don't, I actually do not understand the beef with New York and New Jersey at all. Like, I don't get it. Y'all both knew, but oh, I don't get it. It's all good.
0: I, the your your Jesus is from New Jersey. Line from your special is one of my favorite <laughs> comedy lines I've heard. <laughs> well, because you put man. it in the context of uh, you go to Utah. Yeah, you're talking to Mormons. Yep. I think we as comics we've all gone to Utah and had these Mormon conversations. Every
1: single one of us. <laughs> I
0: think all of us have because yeah. Utah's a great place for comedy. 100. percent They love comedy. They love. So oh, that's
1: what's that's what's beautiful. I remember when somebody got mad about the Mormon. Uh, joke, and they weren't Mormon, and I was like, bro, you don't know what the fuck you're getting mad at, bro, because right. In every Mormon I've ever performed this joke for loves this joke because it's so close and so real to what they and to they like they are. and they like Book of Mormon. They love a, Book of it's Mormon. It's a musical bro. of making fun of their religion for <laughs> they, two hours. They, I, say what you want about Mormons, they could take a joke, bro. They can take a joke. They can take a joke. I don't know what else they do in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And also, I was like don't understand their religion like almost at
1: all. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, the premise is wild. It's like <laughs> Jesus was born in Colorado. <laughs> like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs>
1: right, but cool, it's, man. It's the only
0: religion that you can like disprove with a paper trail. You're like, dude, I have emails that say this religion isn't true. Yeah.
1: I'm like, yeah, dog. Oh man, there was there was speaking of mid uh, speaking of mid jokes Utah loves jokes so much. They love terrible jokes. I remember I came with like, uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. Where are the earlier-day saints at? And they went crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I knew in my mind, this joke is fucking bad. I'm cutting it. (laughs) I'm cutting it. After, I can't believe I said the full thing. But they laughed so hard, I was like, if I wasn't (laughs) self-aware, I would have been like, it's going right in my special. Well, local, that's
0: the thing about touring, is local jokes kill harder than anything you could pop. One time, Mulaney sent me an audio recording he was just about to f- film a special, and he was like, hey, can you listen to this show I did in Florida? He opened with 20 Minutes on Florida and crushed. Yeah. Did 20 minutes of improv Florida jokes. I've never heard people <laughs> laugh this loud in my life. It was like breaking my phone. My phone was shaking. Man, dog. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? And I, yeah. I called him. I go, you're going to use the Florida jokes? I have to say, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's some pretty good Florida material.
1: But you know Cat Williams. Did. I was just about to, I was just about to mention that.
0: Yeah, so uh, Cat Williams opens his yeah, yeah. special, talking about Jacksonville, I want to say for at least 15. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, no, no, it, and it
0: works. It works. I, there's something about – it's a classic example of, like, in the specific is the universal. If you do the specific on Jacksonville well enough like he does – we all kind of get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, yo, know, I haven't been to that part of Jacksonville, but it sounds real. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah it sounds about yeah. them, right.
0: Or, like, that reminds me of, you know... Worcester, Massachusetts, where I grew up, which is sort of the Jacksonville of Massachusetts. Yeah, right.
1: Because there's always a place that's very similar. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> To any place that you shit on. <laughs> no, absolutely. Or make fun of, you know, but you had, a, but you had a joke where you're like, "All right, that's gonna go away because it's just doing well because it's local."
1: Yeah, yeah, I was like, "No one's gonna." I haven't. First of all, like I always like to try things enough before I'm putting it in like a yeah. special. And if it hasn't, like, t- if, if, if if it hasn't, like, it has to kill like at least five or six times for me to like really consider moving it in in something then it has to be like yeah this makes sense against the rhythm and the, and the theme of shit What's well, interesting because like you were saying that sam
0: J was like take out you know xyz jokes because mm-hmm. they're too light or whatever they're too small that's one of the things about your special i think is so good is it's so dense like it's just Man. laugh to laugh to laugh to laugh and it's like when you are, is that in the performance phase or is that in the editing room phase that you're cutting it back?
1: I'm. I we cut like an hour. We cut an hour of jokes. I was just. I just. You liked, did two hours and you cut it to an hour? You cut it to an hour. It was very tough. Wow. Uh, yeah, I improvised for a long time. Um, and then like I was stretching certain stuff. Uh, but you know, it it was. I mean. I like to machine gun jokes. That's kind of like yeah. what I like to do. It's 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 my favorite thing. So I'm like if I can hey make that feeling, you know what I mean, um and, and get as many jokes in here as possible yeah. that are on theme. I think that was Sam's other point was like this joke isn't really like doing anything for the for the theme of this specific right. section, X, y, and Z. So like that's, but that's what you, that's what you get. I overwrite jokes for the hour and then try to, and then I have to pick which ones. Yeah. And then and then I'm like, all right, this is kind of weak or this this. But like that's what I wanted it to feel like. That yeah. it was just like, damn, machine gun of jokes. You know what I mean? Like I hope that every special I do is like that. When you so you're jotting
0: down stuff, you're making notes, and then like I'll see you at the comedy cellar sometimes. Like when you're at the comedy cellar what makes you want to put a joke on stage for the first time
1: if i can't stop thinking about it that's funny yeah if if it's just like if i'm constantly thinking about it uh i'm constantly going back to it if sometimes now it's 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 changing now cuz i feel like i'm in a place where comedy's like i'm you know i'm, I'm becoming more comfortable in in comedy, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? in a way that like I don't worry about being funny. It's just yeah. kind of like, what am I going to do with the funny? Yeah. So it's like sometimes I'll, we'll just be having a good conversation at the cellar, and then I'm like, oh, uh, I want I want I want to talk about this, and then, yeah, you know, you know, randomly, or I'll have a challenge for myself, and I'll just be like, go say the realest thing you can think of in the moment, yeah, for you at that second, and then go from there, you know.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I think like. People ask me a lot, like, after Old Man in the Pool, what are you going to do? And I'm like, whatever, I'm obsessed with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't
1: know what that is until I, I'm there. Exactly. You know, there is, like, the, the, the new set, I, I was like, I don't know what I'm a, you know, after you drop one, you're like, okay, what the fuck am I yeah. going to talk about? Yeah. And I took the month, the, the, the uh, doctor recommended month off, <laughs> stand up after you drop a special. Yeah. And then I then I snuck back on stage just to kind of see like where my head is at. Yeah, and I just started talking about running away, and like I had like a whole like a whole chunks of like stories about shit. I'm like, oh okay, and it was like my my the whole five shows I did that night were just my temperature check to see where my head was going to be at. And I was like, oh, I like okay, I like where this is. So going. There's a lot of stories about running away. It's just about like one like <laughs> I like well the premise is just, you know uh getting back to a place getting back to a place of like a, a happiness that we had as kids oh, and and like yeah. and like how you can't run away anymore like as an adult you can't run away like with running away is like with like I'm, a, I'm gonna go start a new life you know right. what i mean like you're a kid you're an idiot so you're just like i'm going to run away from the people that take care of me like i'm going to run away from home yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go start a new life with with my friends somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. like you don't have this even thought out completely right and you, and everybody who runs away always comes back. There's right. kids at school like I'm running away tonight. Right, and they're like I'm the sick fr- of my parents. Yeah, and, and I hate the teachers. And, they, and those people grow up to be people who tell you they're gonna leave Facebook. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you're like I'm running away, nigga. I'm gonna see you in math class tomorrow, you little bitch. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. You know? The
0: because I I feel like that is a, that builds out to a much larger concepts right right it, yeah. there's a big thematic uh, globe there
1: yeah because I wanted to do something more observational of like what's going on yeah for the second special like I knew I, w- I wanted to do that but I didn't know how I wanted to get in there and then I started talking about that and I was like oh I'll find it I don't yeah I, I still I, you know there's still a whole lot to figure out but yeah then I got hit, hit in the face, so I'm going to incorporate oh my that somehow. Oh, of course. Well, I I, I am going to. I yeah, just, yeah, of course. Just how much of it, you know. And then just, just a lot of shit. I just kind of like. I
0: felt terrible when I saw got, that. I him. mean, what a weird thing to see something about your friend in the news.
1: Yeah. It was, you know, my
0: friend got hit. It it's crazy. in the news.
1: I've done all this charity. and Nothing got me more headlines than getting <laughs> fucking knocked in the face, Mike. Oh my God. <laughs> like, goddamn. It was crazy. I was Dude, still going to go perform. That's the fucking bullshit about yeah, it. I got hit yeah. in the face and I got hit so fast that I hit the ground and jumped up and didn't even know I hit the ground and yeah. I was about to go right back in and do do a set. I was like, oh, this is going to be a weird beginning, you know what I mean? That's all I thought of and then I just kept bleeding. And I was like, all right, maybe I should maybe I should not do a set. Yeah. I I I jumped through the second story window in
0: Walla Walla, Washington 2005. Next night I had a gig at University of Portland. I drove there. University of Oregon in Eugene. I drove there. I did it. (laughs) I had glass, glass shards that they had taken out of my yeah, yeah, out of my legs. (laughs) I had stitches, all this stuff. Holy shit! And I did the gig. Because I feel like that's the thing you are describing of, like, you were going to get on stage. Yeah. That's where our heads are at as comics yeah, all sickness. the time. Yeah, Sick, Absolute Sick, yeah,
1: sickness. 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 That's a yeah, sickness. Yeah, yeah. And and I've no, got stitches, bro, and I was about to go on stage <sighs> right after that. Sam J, again, coming. She, Sam J is, is my voice of reason <laughs> for, yeah. for most things. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get on stage like a warrior. I got yeah. stitches in my face. Oh my it's gosh. still puffy a little bit. I'm going to be a warrior. Wait, you, did you have stitches? I had stitches. Right stitches away? And I like had black the medic, guys. A medic came in and- Oh, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they tied my shit like a shoelace oh in, in Bellevue Hospital, the worst hospital in New York City. <laughs> uh, I was sitting in that hospital, man, and at one point, uh, at several points throughout the night, a man was like, I'm going to kill everybody in here. Like, he just yelled that a lot. And I oh was gosh. like, hey, man, you know we all in here, don't you? Wow. <laughs> he was mad. I think something was going on with his foot gangrene or something. I don't know. Was someone was with mad. you as your friend there? Uh, like yeah, it? my girl was there, and then my cousin was there. Wow. Yeah, so I just I just sat there bleeding. Uh, <laughs> and then they tied, me, they tied my face up, and I went home like, I'm going to get back on stage. So I went to the gym that day, and that was that was bad decision. Because there's no way to work out with a black eye and a broken nose and not look like <laughs> J-Lo Enough. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't never going to happen again. Like, there's no way <laughs> to not look like that. <laughs> people looking at me like, I hope he overcomes what he went through. And Gosh. I'm just like, I'm just out here working out. I work out every day, y'all. Y'all see me every day. <laughs> so I'm just like, that anger, I can't take that on stage. I realized I couldn't do it. <laughs> and wow. I, and I did,
0: you know? I feel like a lot of us comics have been punched yeah In
1: our lives it, it, That's the thing too That's the most Irritating part of Well there's a lot Of irritating parts of it Yeah But the main one Was like people Oh my god So much trauma Yeah yeah I'm like no, nah, Racism is trauma nigga. That
0: <laughs> was just A bad
1: surprise nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it <laughs>
0: Working it out is brought to you in part by GameTime.co. That's not GameTime.com. I don't know. That's a whole other thing. GameTime.co is a, a site where you can get the best tickets for events, sports events, concerts. This is a thing that I'm obsessed with. I don't know about you, but I'm very experience-based. Especially if I'm bringing my family, I just want to make sure that the seats are good and I can see everything. And I just think this is a great site. It's an amazing interface. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats in the venue. Lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code WIO. That's for working it out. That's WIO. For 20 bucks off, your first purchase terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code WIO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Working It Out is supported by Masterclass. We are thrilled to be supported by Masterclass. It's a streaming platform that makes it possible for anyone to watch or listen to hundreds of video lessons taught by more than 150 of the world's best. So for example, working out listeners might be interested in filmmakers or writers like David Sedaris, Issa Rae, Martin Scorsese, Warner Herzog, Malcolm Gladwell and more. Margaret Atwood teaches creative writing. Amy Tan teaches fiction, memory and imagination. That sounds fantastic. Whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode or in the app or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash brubigs. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash brubigs. Masterclass.com slash brubigs. Offer terms apply. You allude to things in your first special that are tip of the iceberg or what you could talk about selling crack for a week in your life. Yeah. And, you know, just like, how many comedians have sold crack? Like, not that many. Like, you, you're not, like.
1: Well, there's a, not that many. Really, let's say not that many.
0: <laughs> Variety's <laughs> oh, top 10 crack dealers <laughs> turned comedians. Oh my God, you got number one.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I got a number one for something. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't but, good at it. I shouldn't be number one. Well, it's <laughs> like you.
0: you're one of these people who, between that, and being on SNL being a road comic and you know you, you know living in Chicago Naperville
1: and all these places like you've lived a lot of life for someone who's young I've lived, I've had so many jobs I've lived a lot of life been chasing chasing different dreams all my life yeah. I just knew I wanted to do something outside the norm yeah. of what society set up I just didn't know what it was yeah. so I searched a lot and we don't know yourself when you're young but you're ambitious and you work hard. You end up just trying a bunch of different shit. And that's what I did. I just dived in a bunch of things. And if people told me I couldn't do it, I did it 50 times harder. Yeah. Even if it was a bad idea. That's yeah. That's why I did all the, all the running the street shit. I was trying to fit in and then, like, you know, eventually did for a while and, and it still wasn't great. Never was great at the street shit, but, you know, I held my own. You know? I think, like, you got to dig into that in the second special because it's
0: like— it's such, it's such a, a universe that when we see it depicted in film or novels, it's super dramatic, but yeah. it's never funny.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I'm I'm balancing like how much I want to put in a special, and I will, versus like what I'm what I'm writing. So I'm working on some shows. Yeah. And some and some um different projects that I'm kind of I'm like, what's the best format and way to tell these stories? And so yeah. I, I think I'll tell some of them in, in like a music form. Some of them yeah. in, in like on, in a show. Yeah, I have a show I'm working on right now that 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 that's gonna. I used to be, used to con with a couple with with a couple people. We used to like this is way before comedy. Uh, this is back in when I was on doing bullshit. We used to just like be little con artists. Yeah, so I'm making a show about that and shit and like like three card monte and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. like just just like hitting just just hitting licks, hitting stores, just hitting licks. I you know I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> 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 I think you're already dead I think you're already dead But you know We used to just, we used to be badasses Running around Stealing shit Reselling it You know Stuff yeah, like yeah, that Yeah yeah And uh, so so it's like It's really about like um, Yeah I was just I, I was concerned for a long time About like If I retell t- these stories Am I gonna implicate myself Or some yeah. shit But I don't worry about that Too much anymore I, I change a lot of stuff up And honestly, honestly It's been so long I don't think I, I also think there's
0: I think there's plausible deni- deniability with comedy.
1: Uh, uh, 100%. Like,
0: I think that, like, like comedy, if, you, if someone said, like, hey, you, you stole blah, blah, blah 10 years ago, you'd just be like, no, I, I didn't. That's just a fun, funny story I tell, and yeah. it's embellished. And-
1: also, people don't really believe me, and that's hilarious. No, a dude was so fucking mad on Twitter, bro, and that's new. People mad on Twitter, new as fuck. And this dude hit me up like, yo. This man's assault is almost more capped than him selling drugs. And I'm like, I sold drugs terribly. And yes. I was honest about it. You said I'm lying about selling drugs bad? That doesn't even make any sense. That's like me coming up and lying about having bad sex. My nigga, like, oh, my dick game is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it cap. Like, what
0: are you even talking about? Wait, bro? what is cat?
1: I don't understand what Cap the is criticism lying. is. It's, it's a lie. Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. pussy putting you on. So I'm trying to get hip to this stuff. Yeah, man. Right. You know,
1: take that back to your HR meeting, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I moved to New York, I got trashed at the comedy cellar so hard, like <laughs> by like you know Patrice, and I mean Patrice was like the greatest of all time at like just trashing young oh, comics. Hundred percent. I do heard you, stories forever. Do you? Did you have that when you came into comedy? What?
1: (laughs) Came up in Chicago, boy. Ballhead Phillips. Marlon Mitchell. What's up, niggas? Uh, (laughs) uh, Lil Rel. Uh, These motherfuckers. D-Ray Davis. These motherfuckers can roast your ass to death. David Williams. I'm not naming all you motherfuckers. I love y'all. But like, (laughs) man, coming up under these motherfuckers, man... You get roasted all the time. You get roasted in the lobby. Yeah. You'll go you'll go catch the bomb. Chicago's mean, bro. Like, I remember like <laughs> going up at Jokes No, shout out to Mary Lindsay. I do a lot of shout outs, I, apparently. And <laughs> and uh, that was a club that would fucking they would do bomb sounds. Like they couldn't wait for your joke not to work. <laughs> as soon as you said a joke and it didn't work, someone's like ee! And like the whole crowd is doing a ee! like Hiroshima bomb noise, dog. Devastating. And then you go outside and like, yo, let's, let's let's go to White Palace. It was this restaurant that was like uh 10 minutes 10 minutes up the road and so she so could sit down, have breakfast at 11:30 and get roasted all night. Wow. And if you could hang, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You could just come back tomorrow and you know and eventually you get in good. But Man, that pissed me off at first. Yeah. I ain't like it. Because I, I was like, man, all these motherfuckers roasting me, I ain't never coming back. Yeah. But then I just, you know, I was back that next week. Same. You know, doing doing the same shit. Yeah. You no, know, yeah, man. I think that's what you need. You need that shit, bro. You need, they're just introducing you to how tough the game is in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also letting you know about your flaws in case you didn't know. <laughs>
0: This is called The Slow Round. This is just sort of like thoughts and memories and uh, random things. Like, do you have a nickname growing up that was either particularly bad or
1: particularly good? Um, I'll give you two because I feel like it's unfair to give the cool one without giving the one that pissed me off a <laughs> lot. Uh, Chief was my last rap name Yeah, that I had. Uh, and that's because I was smoking and I was deleted. But uh, the bad one uh, that my best friend's cousin gave me is Bobblehead. And it was before this the rap song Bobblehead came out, uh, which is about like a a person who sucks dick. That's not what the joke was for me though. My head when I was growing up was way bigger than my body so because funny. I was really skinny.
0: This is the cruelest. This is now the cruelest, so, <laughs> cruelest nickname.
1: So I'm sitting when I sit in cars and shit, and I didn't really realize this. I would be like, <laughs> <in> my head. <laughs> my head. <laughs> I would be sitting in cars riding and smoking in my head just doing this. And I'm listening to the music, yeah. but yeah. you know, I look like a fucking pop bobblehead, bro. And it was and they were like, hey, I'm doing being, it now. I remember just being in the car and I'm smoking. And then he was like, hey, Chris, your bobblehead ass. And everybody oh in God. the car went crazy. I'm like, I'm not no bobblehead while well, my head bobbled. It was fucking awful. And then the song came out, and that just reignited the joke. Wow. Yeah, it was terrible. I hung out with some funny That's the <laughs> worst is when
0: someone nails something about you. Yo. Patrice O'Neal used to call me Big headley Leah. <laughs> Because my head is too big. I was like, Patrice, you have the biggest head I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> that don't matter. <laughs> by the way, it
0: doesn't matter. It never does Also, no never. one heard that. Because his voice was so much louder than
1: everybody else's. Yep, that's they it. They would hear him make fun of me, and then and then uh, he would win. <laughs> oh, man. I love being loud. Because when you're on a row and, and, and I'm not as loud as you, you and, and you're it a good joke. There's been roasts where I've been in going back to back, and someone had got me good. Yeah. No one heard it. And I buried it. I was like, ha, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. You know, that's yeah. that's my favorite thing. To, ah, ha, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and being, being louder in roasts is a very effective tool. Yeah, because no one's gonna be like, wait, 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 what'd you say? Shh, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? No one's gonna clear space for you in a roast. That's insane. Um, what's the best advice anyone's ever given you that you used? Uh There's been a lot, but um, one of the best uh, pieces of advice I got from a dude outside of a Seven Eleven. He had pulled up in his dope ass car. I didn't have a car. I was like maybe fourteen or fifteen at the time. Just hanging out with my friends. we were going to get like I don't know a Swisher or some shit. And this kid pulls up. Dude's like maybe a year older than me. Fresh ass car. I'm like what the fuck did you do? He had like a couple years, like maybe seventeen or something like that. But he was like, um, man, I just like he had his own business already. You know what I mean? Mm. Now, I'm sh- I'm sure there's probably more to it. Because 17-year-old having his own business. You know, but he he was like, I just, you know, put my head down and I worked for three years. and did yeah. party. I didn't do nothing. I just, I just I just went and I worked for what I wanted. And, yeah. and he and that shit stuck with me yeah. so hard.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because
1: when when it came time to like doing comedy, there was like a lot of people going on out. And like yeah. drinking every night. And yeah. you know, like a lot of I was doing improv and stand-up. So I had a lot of like circles that were out partying a lot. And I didn't do that. So it took me a longer time to get to know people on like a personal level because I was always working. Cause yeah. I was on this schedule. Like I'm I gotta put this these years in. I always use three years as a as a test to see um if I'm really into what I'm what I'm about to do. Yeah. And so when I got into comedy, I was like three years, I need to see some kind of well I, I was ignorant so i was like three years if i ain't make it <laughs> i'm going i'm done yeah and obviously i didn't make it but there was like enough there for me to know that this is a, a trajectory i I wanted to invest my time into
0: it's funny i was reading this book that's scott galloway wrote called the algebra of happiness i read recently and it, he says this thing it's not dissimilar to what your advice was is he goes your your 20s If you want to be successful in your 30s, you're going to have to work so hard in your 20s that you have no free time to do
1: anything, basically. No free time. I I spent my 20s watching people get married, families. Yeah. Go to weddings. Go to weddings. Bro, I didn't go to weddings. (laughs) I just went to my first wedding. (laughs) It was my little brother.
0: (laughs) I have a I my friends are so annoyed at me. I don't make anybody's wedding. Oh man, I've, made,
1: I've, I've only been to like three weddings, bro. I swear to God, I miss I miss everybody's wedding. I was just like known for this. I'm yeah. known for missing weddings. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I was broke till thirty one, so like all my twenties, I was pff, what flat. Yeah, I didn't have a dollar to my name that I could keep for too long. You know yeah, I mean? that's just what it was. And when you you talk about it in your special, when you got money,
0: <laughs> when you made money for the first time, you were like, "I'm gonna take my friends out, yeah, oh
1: and, man, like party or like go on a trip, bro." I swear to God, yeah, I go on a trip and we went to Miami. That was the first big like part. Like, like what I said in special was very rare. I took I flew out six of my friends and me. To Miami, got a yacht, jet skis. I, I was every day was like an event. We did yeah. three, four, five clubs every yeah. night. You know, Jay Z th- fridge, four days. Jay Z fridge, yeah. four days is just like the craziest shit you could ever imagine, right? I spent easily, <laughs> way too. This is way too much, bread. Easily over twenty. Okay. Wow. Easily, and then I was like, "Yo, y'all throw me what you can." Oh my god, no. I, I $100 here I hate this story $55 here I hate this story Dogs One guy was like You got this right Nigga what Oh my god Jay Z didn't rap One lyric about this oh <laughs> right? Throw me what you can Throw me what you can And that was my fault for, for doing Oh you're buried Oh yeah Throw me what you can I was like Oh that's my. that was my first introduction To like this. this these things are different bro This is why people don't do this Or oh, you do it uh uh-huh, Just differently. <laughs> wow. And can you think of a moment in your
0: life that now, in hindsight, you realize changed your life?
1: Ooh. Oh man. Huh. Damn. This is a. That's a good it's question. Steve. Steve. I mean, damn. That's a lot. I guess. But
0: I could uh, throw a couple of other ones at oh, you if you
1: want. Uh, I mean, I guess I knew. I guess I didn't. When my friend Worm died after um, one of my homies. Houses got shot up that I used to live at, um, and he he wasn't a part of anything. He was just a kid who was hanging around us oh. and uh, playing video games, and he got shot. And me and my friend was in the thick of shit, um, on, on bullshit, uh, in, in the streets or whatever. And and, and uh, we when that happened, we went to his funeral with his family, and we cried, and we were like, yo, we're going to stop doing the bullshit. Wow. So that kind of like put me on a track that got me here, really. Yeah. Um, And so, like, yeah, that would that would be maybe that's what comes to mind. How old was he? And that's not funny. No, I know. I mean, it's Um, awful. how How old was he, or how old were you? Sixteen. Wow. Yeah, maybe fifteen. Yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Oh man. Yeah, but that's what it it was like. It just take you know, it was terrible, but sometimes takes like takes that, and with that, with with moments like that, you go, you go. One or two ways. You either go angry and go deeper yeah. and harder. or You try to like, you know. Yeah. Uh, what what's um
0: what's something you've learned about yourself as an adult that you didn't know about yourself when you were a kid?
1: That a lot of this shit that I was thinking that was happening was actually in here. Like if yeah. I had understood my anxiety and ADHD and my depression more as a as a kid, I probably would have had an easier time dealing with some things. Yeah. Um, and I wish I just hadn't known. You know what I mean? Yeah but now that i do know i i i uh know how to break down a situation way better yeah i was just angry as a kid all the time cuz i just had yeah. a lot of shit i didn't understand you Yeah, know what i mean was this, is this answer this supposed to be funny i feel like i'm getting no, it's real good. serious no it's
0: good it's good it, that's what the show always is it's like the slow round stuff is like more like introspective
1: I like that shit look at you mike deep as a motherfucker <laughs> fam <family. laughs>
0: Working It Out is brought to you in part by Liquid IV. We're thrilled to have them as a sponsor. You don't need to be an athlete to need extra hydration through your day. Sometimes you forget to drink water. So it's it's perfect for that. It's great for me because I I really have to stay hydrated and it's great for long travel days, which is so much of my my touring life. There's a very popular product among the staff of Working It Out. My brother Joe said, it's a great alternative to coffee in the afternoon when I want to pick me up. It's sweet, but it's only got 45 calories. It's a great thing to have in the office. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, in bulk, nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WORKING for working it out. WORKING is the word, W-O-R-K-I-N-G at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop. Better hydration today using promo code WORKING. Working it out is brought to you in part by Helix Mattresses. Helix is uh, our original sponsor. I want to say they were our first or second sponsor ever in the Working it Out history. Three years ago, uh, it's an awesome company. They make phenomenal mattresses. The new one that we're, we I wanted to tell you about is called the Helix Elite. They've harnessed years of extensive mattress expertise to bring their customers an elevated sleep experience. The Elite collection includes six different mattress models each tailored for specific sleep positions and firmness preferences. Every Helix Elite mattress comes with a 15-year manufacturer's warranty and the same 100-night trial as the rest of Helix mattresses. Working it out listeners uh, get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. For our working out listeners, go to helixsleep.com/perbigs promo code helixpartner this is their best offer yet, and it will not last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This is, this is a section we do called From the Notebook. It's just like things I wrote down yeah, yeah. that aren't done. Um, I reached a point where I dread doing anything at all. Like if I'm going to the comedy cellar mm-hmm. all day, I'm thinking... I gotta take the F train from Bergen Street <laughs> yeah. to West Fourth. Yeah, and then I get on the subway and I'm like, I like the subway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, even when it's it's it, it, even when it, it's pretty fast. You know what I mean? Like, even when it's slow, I'm like, it's slow. I knew it would be slow. I like being right. Yeah. And then I'm on the subway and I'm like, oh, I gotta walk from West Fourth Street to. To, to McDougall, and then I'm walking there, and I'm like, I like walking. Get some steps in. <laughs> like so much of my life is balancing dread yeah, and yeah. then excitement.
1: Oh, 100%. That's so good. I do that shit anytime we're, I have to like go see people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. This is going to be so much. <laughs> I got to record a podcast, a mic. And then I get there, and, and every time, I'm like, oh, I enjoyed this. I have fun here. And, you know, it's just like me constantly battling my mind. That's, that's such a good bit, bro. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, it. It was, I'm, I'm kicking that
0: one around. And then I wrote, I wrote this down, which is um, parenting, I feel like, is like hiking. No one's ever like, hey, great job hiking. <laughs> They're just like, keep hiking. And at some point, you see grandparents on the hike, and you walk with them for a little while. And then they can't keep up. And you're like, we're going to have to leave the grandparents behind. (laughs) Nothing we can do. Long hike. Yeah. I love that. So that was like a loose thing. And then the other day I wrote this down, which is um, the other day I saw in Brooklyn, a middle school kid almost ran over a a homeless man with a cello. And I thought never has a metaphor for Brooklyn gentrification been more on the nose.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> a cello? I'd be pissed if I got hit with a cello. <laughs> I would, because you don't even know who to punch. Ah, uh, play me some, you know? <laughs> yeah, this
0: little kid with a big ass cello. Oh, like, gosh. how
1: much does that cello cost? Yeah, that's the cello's <laughs> got to cost thousands, thousands of thousands, right? Easily thousands. Yeah, of dollars. come on. Put, to take that cello back? Yeah. Buy a video game. You see. I got some really dumb shit in here. Oh, yeah. That's
0: what we're about.
1: Super sure. So I was in TJ Maxx, and we were waiting in line. And this dude got on the intercom. And was like, i gave give it up for Jason Phillips. He has saved 10% with a Target coupon. <laughs> Woo! And then another person got it. And then I was like, yo, if they don't give me an announcement, do I just make them? Yeah, like you get up and you're like, you like you you're not doing something announcement worthy, but all you did was come here to get announced. And you're like, what I gotta buy, my nigga? Announce me, yes, yes. Like, we only announce with coupons, nigga. Fuck your coupons, bro. I bought a thousand dollar worth of shit. Announce me, my nigga. I love that. <laughs> it's so. Uh, oh, not
0: I just go. love also like the just the observation of the announcement thing. It's like it's
1: absurd. It's like. We don't we don't we're good. We don't need any announcements. Yeah, and the announcements is mad weird too. It's like, "Oh, give it up for Jason Phillips. Uh he saved money cuz he didn't have enough real money." Right. <laughs> like what the fuck, bro? Don't put my shit out there, dog. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> give it up for Chris Red who made us have to tell his name because yeah, it's yeah. such a weird It's such a weird thing. Oh. Um they have a playlist for everything. There's a playlist on Spotify right now called Songs You Can Do CPR To. Oh, my God. <laughs> I once almost drowned in a wave pool when I was eight. And if I wasn't for CPR, I wouldn't be here. But I will say when I come to, I wasn't like, thank God I'm alive and y'all picked the right song. <laughs> that is so funny. I also,
0: I feel like if you're going to dig into that, it's a great premise. It's like, what are the songs?
1: Dude, it was like... uh, uh <laughs> A hero to save us. Oh my God! <laughs> Nickelback. Could you wow, imagine? Wow, there you go. Could you imagine uh, being brought back to life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never made it as a wise man. Like that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there right? might be a joke in like if I, you know, if I, if I were brought back to life, you know, from an accident, blah blah blah. I just don't know if I'd want to hear Nickelback. Yeah, like I might be like, you know, that might hurt the cause. But then again,
1: if 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 it was like. Back to life. That'd be Mm, lit. That'd be lit when a motherfucker RuPaul comes out. Motherfuckers, Jay Z's dead with his fridge. (laughs) It should be crazy.
0: Well, Chris, thanks for doing this. this is long overdue. I man, I've been I mean, waiting to come talk to yeah, you, brother. It's so
1: fun. I love everything you are doing, man. Comedy watch. You still acting, bro? I'm
0: still acting, still Good, acting. Man, I want and you some shit. I'm, uh, yeah, you're one of the you're one of the folks at, at the at the comedy cellar. I'm always so psyched to see because you just always crush. And I'm so glad that your special is just so
1: joke dense and
0: funny and original. It Means a lot, And bro. you just knocked it out of the park. I, I I'm so happy for you.
1: Thank you, man. I don't think anything should stay in the park. All of it should get knocked out, that bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's one. Well, how I Knock it out, that. I'm park. trying to
0: look. I'm trying to get the word out on that, but it's just it's, <laughs> sometimes your my voice is so quiet.
1: <laughs> you gotta get louder, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, thank well, you. I Appreciate you, bro. All right, me too. Working it out, cause it's not done. We're working it out, cause there's no.
0: That's going to do it for another episode of Working It Out. I uh, loved loved talking to Chris Red. Um, oh, in his working out for a cause is NAACP Legal Defense Fund. We will link to them in the show notes and contribute to them as well. We encourage you to do the same. You can watch his HBO Max special on HBO Max. Chris Red, why am I like this? It's so funny. You can see The Old Man in the Pool uh, in January. Must close January 15th. I think there's only a few seats left. Go on MikeOnBroadway.com or get uh, great deals on ticks. The producers of Working It Out are myself, along with Peter Salamone and Joseph Verbigli, Associate Producer Mabel Lewis, Consulting Producer Seth Barish, Assistant Producer Gary Simons and Lucy Jones, Sound Mix by Shub Sarin, Supervising Engineer Kate Belinsky, Special thanks to Marissa Hurwitz and Josh Upfall, and my consiglieres Mike Berkowitz, Special thanks to Jack Antonoff and Bleachers for their music. The, the music in the show right now, if you if you like the music in the show, is a project that Jack did called Red Hearst, which is fantastic, with with uh, Sam Dew and Soundwave. Love that album as well. Special thanks to J-Hope Stein. Her book, Little Astronaut, is in your local bookstore. Special thanks, as always, to my daughter, Una, who built the original Radio 4 made of pillows. Thanks most of all to you who are listening. Thank you for all the feedback and nice comments uh, on the Apple Podcast site. If you're enjoying it, give us a, a star rating and a comment. Say which uh, say which uh, episode that you enjoy most would help us a lot. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Even if, if you're looking for a New Year's resolution, you can say, you know, this is the year I'm going to tell my enemies. I'm going to approach my enemies and tell them about my favorite podcast for creatives. Work out new ideas. I'll see you soon, everybody. Thanks for listening.